0: Let's continue to give thanks. Don't stop giving thanks. Don't stop giving thanks. Let's continue to give the Lord thanks for the blessing that we have and it's in abundance and it's in Christ Jesus. Our help is in His Word. Our help is in His Word. Our help is not in any other place, but that which He has packaged before we even came on the scene. My help comes from the Lord who makes the heavens and the earth, that Lord sent his word and healed me and delivered me from all my destructions. Please continue to give thanks this evening. Our Father, we give you thanks. In the name of Jesus, we have prayed. Now, before we, uh, just let's remain standing. Do you have a problem with standing up for some time? No. Now, what I want us to do, you know I have a microphone here. There's something I've been sharing for some time. Uh, if you can lay your hands on the message I preached in Makodi on Sunday, I think you should. All right? In fact, if you can get a compilation of what we preached in Makodi, You know, this message this is very funny. It sounds different depending on where you preach it. <laughs> yes. Yes, the way I preach in Makodi, I think it's slightly different from the way I preach here. And what I preached on Sunday in Macaudi, I was actually blessed by it. It wasn't exactly, well, not too surprised. it wasn't too planned. I was going somewhere else and I got stuck somewhere. And I began to teach on how to worship the word of God. You know, I say, "What do you about worshiping the word of God?" That was what God said we should do. Quickly, open to the book of Deuteronomy, chapter two. Chap- chapter four. I wanted to say, you will see something that um, Moses said to them. I'll just—you can get that message if you can. That's last. Just talk to Felix about it. It's Arama chapter 4. I want to just briefly point something out. So I'm going to explain it for a few minutes, and then we're going to practice it now. I want you to remain standing so as to help me remember not to talk for too long. Are you getting what I'm saying? Yes, that's why I have the other mic right there. Now, I want us to, I want to also see something here. Now, you see Moses was explaining to them what happened when God manifested to them on Mount Horeb. He said to them from verse... Um, uh, let me just start from verse 10... He said, remember the day you stood before the Lord your God at Horeb, when the Lord said to me, assemble the people to me, that I may let them hear my words. Then Moses said, then they came near, and all of that. Now I want to just quickly get to something. In verse um, 11, it said, you came near and stood at the foot of the mountain, and the mountain burned with fire to the very heart of the heavens, darkness, cloud, and thick gloom. Then the Lord spoke to you from the midst of the fire. You heard the sound of words, but you saw no form. What is, what is the next line in your own Bible? Only a voice. You saw no form. You just heard the sound of words. It was just words you heard. He now said to them, if you continue reading, okay, after that, the Lord declared his covenant, which he commanded you to perform. Now, he was not telling them from verse 15, so watch yourselves carefully. He says, Since you did not see any form on that day, the Lord spoke to you at Horeb from the midst of the fire. He says, so that you do not ask corruptly. Now what would be corruption there? To make a graven image for yourselves in the form of any figure—that is, you didn't see any figure. So what image are you making? I hope you are getting my point here. All right. Now he now said, "Listen, what am likeness of male of likeness of any animal that is on the earth, the likeness of any winged bird that flies in the sky, the likeness of anything that creeps on the ground, or the fish." And then he warned them in verse 19, against lifting up their eyes to heaven. And to see the sun and the moon and to be worshipping those things, or the hosts of heaven. All right. He said, be careful you don't do all of these things. Now, this is what I learned from it. He kept on emphasizing. If you go down, all right, I'm just trying to receive because of time and rush because of time. He said, verse 23. So watch yourselves that you do not forget the covenant of the Lord your God, which he made with you. And then when you forget, you make for yourselves a graven image in the form of anything against which the Lord has commanded you. For the Lord your God is a consuming fire, a jealous God. Now, what I want to bring up from here is that God kept on warning them, you did not see a form. If you saw a form, it would have been proper for you to make an image of that form. God showed up, and it looked like a lion. Then you make a lion image, and say, this was, this was what the Lord looks like the day he came. And then you bow before that lion. But he didn't do that. What he did was just come, and you heard the sound of of his voice. He now said, for that reason, be careful, you don't worship any other thing apart from the experience you had. What was that experience? You heard what? Words. Words. You heard his voice. When I heard that, I said, my father in heaven, what was he saying? Worship the word of God. That was what you heard. I don't know whether you're getting my point. Is how do you worship that's not the question. Are you getting my point? What is not the question of how do we worship the word of God? And how do you worship it's simple. I don't have time now to explain. Like I said, I can get that message. Jeremiah chapter 6 said, you will make sure that you focus on this word all the time. Do you get what I'm saying? So what it was saying is, worship the word. But how do you do that? It, it, you can't make an image of the word, you understand? If you write it, in, it has become letters. It's no longer the word. The spirit is missing. But what was he saying? He said that you are, there are things you would do around the word. For example, he said that in that Jeremiah chapter 6, let's just quickly flip over to that and just quickly read it. I'm hurrying, I'm hurrying. He said, these words that I'm commanding you today shall be on your heart. You shall teach them diligently. Can you see that? First, the word shall be on your heart. You shall teach them diligently to your sons. You shall talk of them when you sit in the house, when you walk by the way, and when you lie down, and when you rise up. You shall bind them as a sign on your hand, and they shall be as frontals on your forehead. You shall write them on the doorposts of your your house and on your gates. Now, God was teaching them how to relate with the word, which is what worship the word is. I was even teaching my children also, because it's such an interesting revelation. No matter how much you raise your hands, and you sing, and you dance, if the word is not the center of what you are doing, you are not a worshiper. You are a singer. You are a dancer. Are you getting what I'm trying to say? What makes you a worshiper is that everything about your life is around the word of God. And I realized that when the Orthodox churches, there is something that they do. Pentecostals don't do much of it, all right? And I think we should try and bring it back. I want to bring it back into many of the things I get involved in. Orthodox churches do one thing. They have a a first reading, a second reading. No explanation, just what? Reading. And when Paul wrote to Timothy, he said, give attention to reading. He wasn't saying, study your scriptures. He said, no, give attention to the public reading of the word. There's a difference between that, all right, and studying your scriptures. When he wrote to Timothy, he said, give attention to public reading. Don't just gather and be plain. Don't just gather and there, there be a jamboree. Do you get what I'm trying to say here? Yes, so, as believers, we must give attention to what? Reading. It's good for us to sit down or stand up and hear the word read. There's something that David Paulson does a lot. He, he, he normally reads a lengthy portion when he wants to preach. He will not say why he likes reading that plenty. Is that no matter what he says now, you're already blessed. That even if he starts talking nonsense, the first portion he read is not nonsense. We all agree on it. This is the word of the Lord. You know, you read from Psalm 1, Psalm 2, Psalm 23, Psalm 150, whichever one. All right, you read the story from Genesis, you read Exodus. He said, that one is the word of God. Any other thing I say now is debatable. <laughs> he says, so I read plenty of that so that you're already blessed. like I will read and say, oh, you can't just read those words and not get blessed. If you close now, we will already be blessed. And I just read. Do you follow my point? It's important we read. We read together. We read the word of God. It's very important. We make it a habit, all right? Something we must do regularly. So I think Pentecostals should learn that from the Orthodox churches. The first reading for today is taken from the book of First Samuel, chapter 1. They read like 20 verses. May the Lord bless the reading of his word. And may the Lord bless the hearing of his word, too. May the Lord bless those who took time to hear the word. They will sit down. They will do ceremonies. That's the second reading. Sometimes a third reading. That's a complete service. No, Pentecostals are masters of what confusion? Thank you. When they want to pray, don't, God has to get filter to arrange who's saying what. Sometimes they are praying against each other.
1: <laughs>
0: Today, let's pray for good weather. Somebody say good weather is there will be no rain. There will be no rain. Somebody say Lord, everywhere is too dry. Put rain. Ah, because what is going on in this church? <laughs> the Lord is good. It's a very important habit. So today's our school of prayer, okay? And I wanted us to, because last time I began to speak about the fact that every provision, of course nothing new, same thing we have been talking about again and again, every provision is in the Word of God. Every provision is in the Word of God. And one way by which you tap into it is to focus on it. Remember that. We talked about, we read from that um, uh, Numbers 21, that the serpent was lifted up, and people were supposed to do what? Look at it attentively, expectantly. With a steady and absorbing gaze. The more I think about it, the more I realize that God has prepared everything inside his word. Wake up in the morning dreaming the word, singing the word. Satan gives a lot of distractions, bad news, and meditations that are not acceptable in his sight. So you wake up in the morning, what's going on in this country? Can you believe that Buhari actually said that WHO, or what do call it, World Bank, should focus on the north? We knew. We knew. We knew. We knew. Did you not know? I knew. But that, then they talk, 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 talk. At the end of 24 hours, no faith contributed into the system. No meditation of the word of God. They keep on accusing God. You brought us into this wilderness of Buhari's presidency. Can you bring rain? Listen, some of these, your careful observations of life, is called sin. It's called murmuring against the Lord. Do you think the Israelites lied in anything? Were they not thirsty when they cried? Were they not hungry when they cried? Were they not in the wilderness when they cried? Yes, yeah, God said, these people have conspired against me. He said, they have not murmured against Moses, they have not murmured against me. Were there, no, were, were there no graves in Egypt when you brought us here to come and die in this wilderness? Is this the best present God can give a country like this? It is called murmuring against the Lord and sinning continually. It is amazing we are, it's amazing, it is amazing that we are blessed at all. Honestly, if I was God, I won't bless anybody. Oh, I'm telling you the truth. The people are full of iniquity. Sometimes I look at people, I said, I told you once, my, look, listen, I'm talking about specialists. Top, every consultant in Nigeria eh, is in the cader of what you call a DG. That's what they call civil service, you understand? When you draw them in parallel, you, know, you put them side by side. When you hit the core civil service, a specialist doctor is a DG. Yet yeah, they got that, almost 200 of them. I couldn't stand their talk. I told them, you guys are clueless, you are planless. You, you. do. I said, it is amazing this country can be blessed under your leadership. I said, sorry, I can't chat with you guys. I pulled out. I can't chat with you guys. You wake up in the morning, I, say, I told them something. I said, listen to you guys talk. They are all doctors, so they can understand my, uh, understand my language. I said, listen to you guys talk. It's an etiologic factor for clinical depression. I said that because that's their language. Are you getting my point? I said, this is why people become depressed. Listen to people like you. I said, Sorry can't live my life like this. I woke up one morning, one of my colleagues advised me, said, listen, bank, you can't stand it. Why, de- why men sleep? Pull out. 4 a.m., I'm telling you, 4 a.m., I woke up, took my phone, exit the group. Because they, one day I, I said, can there be rules? Can there be rules? And people think that I'm, being, ob- I'm ob- being objective. No, you're not being objective. You're injecting poison into the system. You're There is no objectivity if you don't know the word of God. There is no objectivity you are confused. There is no objectivity if you don't know God's word. Because it is not possible in life to be objective. It's called mind. Everything you see, you must interpret. Yes. Do you get my point? Somebody takes a picture of one of us standing here and he gives somebody else. He doesn't know why we are standing. He can see that guy in front is campaigning.
1: <laughs>
0: why are they standing? He found out that all of them are sleeping. So he told everybody, stand up as punishment. There is no picture you see in life that does not require interpretation. There is no picture you see in life; it is not possible. There is no picture you see in life that does not. There is none. Look, because I did psychology, part of my training as a medical student. All right, he will show you things. You just know that everything you see in life, you have to interpret. There is one common one many of us may have seen. They draw two lines. Okay, at the edges, there are two lines going at angle that's on both edges. One going at acute, one at obtuse angles, so going up, going down. Now, say, what are the lines? Which one is longer? People normally say one is longer than the other, most people. Then they will not take a ruler and measure it. and find that both of them are exactly the same length. Now, I don't have time to explain it in detail, but say the, 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 the psychologist explained why. He said, do you know why? You are raised where walls have angles. So your brain has been trained to always make correction for what they call depth. So if I see that wall now, it's far away, my eye has measured it. The accurate measurement is inaccurate. So my eyes made adjustment for the distance between here and there. So it gives you the length. So that picture you see, your eye corrected. That's why I told you one is longer than the other. They said those who are raised where they have only round huts, no buildings with angles, never make that mistake. And then they see, they say they are the same. They look at it, both of them, the same length. Why? Because they were trained, their brains see things in circles. So those right, those angles could not confuse them. There is no picture you see in life that is not interpreted. There is no objectivity. Without God, you don't know anything. That's why I say by faith, we understand. By faith, if you don't have faith, you have no understanding. You are stupid, you are foolish. If you don't have faith. If you don't have faith, you know nothing. You are foolish. No wonder Solomon used to use the word fool a lot. Isn't I understand why he, Solomon was fan of the title fool? If you don't have faith... Anything you are saying. I read newspapers sometimes. I just say, why are Nigerians listening to fools? You open your newspaper? I read one today. That, uh, uh, the analysis looking so accurate to prove that Nigeria has is been Islamized. Look, analysis, if you did not have faith like I have, you will fall for it. But you know why it never bothers me? You know why it never bothers this guy? No matter the... Even if you go and re- strictly record the current head of state... Maybe he sent this vice president on an errand go and represent me in Burundi, so he can have a m- meeting of all the Islamic members and gather and we start showing. Okay, we will call Enugu, the the emirate on the hill. Will, you know, you my point? When you come and show me the picture, I will laugh, and I will tell you that I came to show it to me. You don't have any sense. You say it's not proof that they want to Islamize Nigeria. I say, do you not have a plan to Christianize Nigeria? Any Christian that does not have a plan to Christianize this country is not a Christian. You are not obeying Jesus. Jesus told us clearly. Christianize everywhere. Make disciples of Bono State. Make disciples of Sokoto. Make sure. Uh-uh. I know people who are kneeling down praying for the Emir regularly. The Sultan. Now, this is what, this is my own attitude. You know why I laugh? I said, why did the hidden rage? And the people imagine a vain thing. So everything you are telling me is called a vain thing. He that sits in the heavens shall what? Laugh. So when God is laughing, who am I not to laugh? Why should I be worried when the Lord is laughing? And this was the Lord's report himself that they are gathering. Not that we are imagining it. So when he laughs, what do I do? I join in laughter. That doesn't bother me. They say Sukuk bond is a sign of attempt at Islamization. I agree with you. Communism spent money to train Sunday Adilaja. Yes. Communism spent money to train Sunday Adilaja. They gave him a student scholarship six months after I got born again. When you are swallowing God's dangerous things, be careful. Six months after Sunday Adelajah gave his life to Christ, he won a scholarship to go and study in communist Russia. An average person would have said, ah, they want to make him an atheist. What is it today? Strangers will build your walls. That's why I'm not afraid of Sukuk so bond. Sukuk so bonding is the way to bring money you didn't want to bring. Strangers will build my walls. I'm not afraid. It's fearful people that talk the way Christians talk. I don't give a hoot. Then I come from all over the world and gather money. They want to buy Nigeria economy. The other day, they said Iranian was coming to, Iranians were coming to Enugu. They said Iranian was coming to Enugu. People, they took turn from here. They want to Islamize. Hey, hey, Turkish university, Turkish school. You're, I say, what is wrong with you people? Left to me. I have a victor's mentality. I will give you land, Polo Park. You know, that, that Polo, I will beg shop price right shifts more. I'm telling you. Then we will get you to build the best hospitals. They will remind you that before your doctors can practice in Nigeria, you know, they have to get registered with Medical and Data Council of Nigeria, which is a law. They will remind you of local content. 75% of your doctors must be Nigerians. Anybody below this particular rank must be a Nigerian. You don't bring foreigners to do low level jobs. You will just remind you of those things. I will encourage you. Sorry, I want to say like this. To bring all your girls. Because we are going to marry them. And their children will speak in tongues. That's my one. After a while, you, you will be the one to run. Then any girl with, get, that goes there becomes a Christian. Any man that comes there becomes a Christian. After a while, you say, we want to sell the university. but that time, you have built it. You have built the hospital. Don't be so. But grasshoppers say, look at them. They are giants. They are about to kill us. They are gi- Oh, I don't have that attitude. My attitude is that you. Oh, I, will, if I No, I won't carry you to Polo. Polo is already developed. We we'll move towards um, a Berkeley Road. We'll then clear good land for you. We we'll dig. You see. We'll, in fact, all other construction in Enugu stop. Go that way. <laughs> clear the land. Another city we develop there. All our tourist dollars that was going to India we stop. It will now come to Enugu. Medical tourism. We redirect it to Enugu with Iranian money. Listen, the medicine is the same one. And they cannot stop me from coming to the hospital to pray, can they? We will start hospital fellowship. And we will be inter- interpreting into what's the name of the Iranian language again? Per- per- Persian, what they call it? They have what, what name are they? No Perseo, they have a name they, they call it. Yeah. Anyway, we will be interpreting the Iranian language, language so all of you can hear. Jesus is the Lord. Jesus. You will hear everything, but you will be the ones to beg. Say we are going home. Then when you say everybody go home, we have put two missionaries, your own people. We lay hands on them. If never breaks up, when they go home. That's the victor's mentality. Who's afraid? Who is afraid? i said all this to let you know that there's no fact that has any meaning. We interpret everything. You can't present facts without interpreting. There's... As, no matter how simple it is, you already interpret it But without faith, all your interpretations are wrong. Do you get what I'm going to say here? Yes, without faith, all your interpretations are wrong. They are wrong. What about I emphasize? Let's get back to it. Everything we do, we do with God's word. I'm a victor. I'm not afraid. Any news he reports to me, he doesn't bother me. Because I know God is working on my behalf. Are you getting what I'm trying to say? Listen, don't let anybody scare you this Islamization nonsense. It annoys me. As if we don't have a Christianization agenda. My friend Pastor Craig has gone to Meduguri. How many of you know I will report her? That guy is dangerous. I called her today. I wanted to help me do something. I said, you are in Sokoto. He said, no, sir. Where are you? I'm attending an interview. That's why I didn't pick your call. Where? Red Cross. Where? Bono State. I said, ye, yeah, this girl. You come up for no Google so go to that will never do you. Looking for all the dangerous zones in this country. It's not possible. Be careful when you are teaching the world. Bro. This world is working, you know. The world is working. Do you know that? I it. That I said this guy, I said why finishing, so they are looking for workers in Sambisa Forest. Now you go.
1: <laughs>
0: when I saw this down and no go here, thinking they want to bomb us out, I said, you're not serious. People are eating the word. They are looking for the dangerous areas. Looking for dangerous areas to go. Do you know why? The word is working. And see all that area? That a Revival will break out. Yes. It, will, it will, As a matter of fact, it will break out. I'm just saying, listen, let's have a winner's what? Mentality. Okay, so like I was saying, so what I would have to do, God said, let's talk about the word every day. That's why I went into all of that. Not talking about the negative things. Spent 24 hours. We have not talked the word. We have talked about negative reports. People's wrong interpretations of what is going on. That's not what it's supposed to be. We're supposed to elevate the word and talk about it all the time. That's why I read for that Jeremiah chapter chapter 6. You would make sure the word is in your heart. Then you talk about it. You train your offspring. Train your staff in the office. Anybody connected to you. You print these words upon their hearts also. Talk about it all the time. That's worshipping the word. So I want us to do something. So my plan for today is... Let's declare the words of, you know, last time I was preaching, yes, I remember one thing I was trying to say. Last time I was preaching about how we get into this, our victory. I I was explaining that our victory is in the word of God. How do we get into it? It is by lifting up that word, Numbers chapter 21. He said, expectantly, you know, attentively, with a steady and absorbing gaze. John said, as Moses lifted up his serpent in the wilderness, So must the Son of Man be lifted up up, so that whoever believes in him, will in him have what? Eternal life. What is believing? The first thing I'm going to teach on Saturday is let's define believing. What does it mean to believe? Believing does not mean I agree. It's much deeper than that. Whoever believes in him, we have eternal life. How do we believe in this particular situation? John was using that one to show it to us. We focus on it. We elevate it. We have our first reading, our second reading, our constant reading. It's our constant focus. Today, I want us to look at the word of deliverance. And what I want us to do is just, just read it. Are you getting my point? Let's just read it. That's why I have this microphone. I want to give different people the microphone. Everybody will read their Bible, but one person will get your voice, will go into the recording. The Lord is good. And we are reading different scriptures. We're just elevating the word. So what's our first reading? Colossians chapter 1. Colossians chapter 1. That's our first reading. Apostle, give that young man behind you the microphone. He's going to read for us. Everybody, we are reading from Colossians chapter 1. He's going to read a long portion. Which version do you have? Let me first know what is the version that I agree. New Living Translation. It's good. I like New Living Translation. It is good. All right, you are going to read from um, verse 3, and you will stop in verse. Um, it's a long one, so everybody get ready. Verse uh, 29.
1: Read as you are teaching us. Now start. We always pray for you, and we give thanks to God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. For we have heard of your faith in Christ Jesus and the love for all of God's people which come from your confident hope of what God has reserved for you in heaven. You have heard this expectation ever since you first heard the truth of good news. The same good news that came to you is going out all over the world. It's bearing fruit everywhere by changing lives, just as it you changed your lives on the day you first heard and understood the truth about God's wonderful grace. You learned about the good news from Epaphras, our beloved co-worker, his Christ faithful servant, and he's helping us on your behalf. He has told us about the love for others that the Holy Spirit has given you. So we have not stopped praying for you since we first heard about you. We ask God to give you complete knowledge of his will. And to give you spiritual wisdom and understanding. Then the way you live will always honor and please the Lord. And your life will produce every kind of good fruits. All the while, you will grow as you learn to know good better and better. We also pray that you will be strengthened with all his glorious power so that you will have all the endurance and patience you need. May you be filled with joy, always thanking the Father. He has enabled you to share in the inheritance that belongs to his people who live in the light. For he has rescued us from the kingdom of darkness mm-hmm. and transferred us into to the, the kingdom, kingdom of his dear Son yes. who purchased our freedom and forgave our sins.
0: Read it again, verse 13.
1: For he has rescued us from the, the kingdom of darkness. Yeah. He and has trans- rescued past tense. He has rescued us from the kingdom of darkness and transferred us into the kingdom of his dear son. Transferred, you can see that, past tense. Who purchased our freedom and forgave our sins. Christ is the visible image of the invisible God. He existed before anything was created and is supreme over all creation. For through him, God created everything in the heavenly realms and on the earth. He made the things we can see and the things we can't see such as thrones, kingdoms, rulers, and authorities in the unseen world. Everything was created through him and for him. He existed before anything else, and he holds all creations together. Christ is also the head of the church, which which is his body. He is the beginning, supreme over all who rise from the dead. So he is first in everything. For God in all his fullness was pleased to live in Christ, all through him, Reconciled everything to him. He made peace with everything in heaven and on earth by means of Christ's blood on the cross. This includes you, who were once far away from God. You were his enemies, separated from him by your evil thoughts and actions. Yet, now he has reconciled you to himself huh. through the death of Christ in his physical body. As a result, he has brought you into his own presence. You are holy and blameless as you stand before him without a single fault. But you must continue to believe this truth hmm. and stand firmly in it. Don't drift away from the assurance you receive when you hear the good news. Good news has, has been preached all over the world, and I, Paul, have been appointed as God's servant to proclaim it.
0: All right, stop in verse 23. All right, the Lord is good. All is time. I said the Lord is good. All is time. I hope you are blessed by that word. Yes, I hope you are blessed by that word. Yes. Paul said, give attention to reading. So as we're paying attention to that, listen to me. Healing was coming into your body. Amen. Deliverance was being manifested. Amen. I, paused, I, I interrupted him a few times to show that these things were pastors. Who delivered us? Who has transferred us? I said to you again, you have been delivered. Amen. You have been transferred. Amen. If anybody comes to you again say you come for deliverance, tell him from what, sir? Yeah. I like where I am. He said, but you have problems. I said, now so life be, sir. That Pastor Banky said there are three reasons why I may have problems. One, ignorance. So if I have problems, the, my deliverance is in what knowledge. knowledge. I get more knowledge. Two, why do I why my why my Christian have problems? Because of what the Bible calls the temptation that is the trials of your faith. And three, and when you have trials, you have to what persist. They said that um, I read that one recently that this man uh, was in church he said, if you are passing through hell, keep going. <laughs> did you guess that (laughs) if you are passing through here what do you do you keep going it's called the trial of your faith it happens and the third reason why I may have a problem is if I am walking in iniquity it's called the just recompense of reward for disobedience so what do I do I repent I repent I change my ways I align my ways with the word of God that's the deliverance I need I don't need you to come and take me back to the village and be digging up things this earth is full of things if you dig long enough, you become what? Which means that you will find one empire that existed here like 700 years ago. That's not your ancestor bearing anything. Those people they have been wiped out, you don't even know them. In fact, the Enugu people that not delivered you were the ones that wiped those ones out. Archaeologists are always digging up things. doesn't mean every Egyptian is possessed because they have mummies inside their pyramids. You know, if some of our pastors go to Egypt, they would deliver everybody. One day we are having a program in Benin. My alumni convention. We invited the guest minister. The place was called a motor hotel. Time we we'll give him microphone. Or God begin preach. He deliverance from a motor spirit. It didn't lay hands on anybody. Said we first have to bind the motor spirit. Fellow God, we have been here since yesterday. You are just coming. <laughs> we have not had any problem. You want to help us with the motor spirit? Why? Because in the name of the, you know, you know what you get to if you have more Remi Hall. Huh? You know more Remi. Do they have it in you neck? They have something like that. In your, which one do you have it in your neck? Okay, you know things like that. Yes, you have Queen Amina. Have, so they have a Emotan. Emotan is one of those old, you know, heroines of the, of the Benin kingdom. Just a simple hotel named after the woman. Now, the pastor arrived. said, I should begin to minister this. We have to bind the Emotan spirit. Ah, now I look. See, oh boy. I was looking at him like this. Of course, there are prayers that if I pray, God will put me out of ministry. So I just have to be looking. I saw one of my sisters doing it. Now I go to her and say, ig what is wrong with you? <laughs> She, said, she, said, she looked at me and said, Pastor, leave me. I'm giving thanks. I said, okay. Why are you deceiving the man of God? <laughs> you no, know, some of us, we have to be very, very careful. He said he has delivered. Somebody say delivered.
1: delivered.
0: He has delivered. He has delivered. If you have been delivered, give me an amen, please. Amen. If you have been delivered, give me an Amen. amen. If your deliverance is in Christ, give me an amen. amen. I like the way Paul wrote it. He gave us facts. He didn't tell us our experience. Are you getting my point? He didn't tell you that two witches did not did not chase you at night last night. You know they do that. You know why, why they do it? Because they know you will run. They know I don't know how they know this. Oh, anyway, Neville Johnson explained it. That they can see that in the realm of the spirit, you know. They are colors. What is inside you shows up as colors. So the witches know that this guy will run if we chase him for dream. So they dive into your dream. You know why they don't come to my dream? Do you know why? They know I will not run. They can see it. Say, so this guy will not run. And when I don't run, I may injure them. No, spirits can be injured, though. I hope you know what I'm saying. Okay, you don't believe me, I'll tell you. Why did they come to Jesus and say, Do you want to torment us before the time? If they know they fear, why they go talk like that? That is there's torment before the time. <laughs> you get what I'm trying to say. So sometimes if you are not careful, you enter my dream, your torment has started. And before your time, you will still go to hell later, but I start tormenting you now. Evil spirits, they know people that can be chased around in the dream. That's why they appear in people's dreams. If you are full of knowledge, if you are full of understanding, they will leave you alone. Spiritual understanding is not just intellectual, I mean, like, spiritual knowledge is not just intellectual awareness. It is spiritual power endued. Are you getting what I'm trying to say here? That's why Jesus said you shall know the truth. Knowledge sets you free. He sent his word and it healed them. He sent his word and it healed them. I was teaching my children this morning about the word of God. We read from uh, Hebrews chapter 4 that the word of God is alive and active said, do you know what it means? I would like the way their eyes popped when I began to explain. If I tell you, don't do this, it's an instruction. That's daddy talking. I said, but when God says, don't do this, I said, that's what comes out of his mouth and becomes like a drone and starts following you about. It reminds you, don't do it. When you do it, it radios the headquarters that he has done it. <laughs> that's the meaning of the word is what? Alive and active. If you turn to the word and say, I don't want to do it, it enters you and sets you on your feet so you don't do it. That's the meaning of the word is what? Alive and active. That's the way it works. The word of God is not just instruction, it crystallizes into anything. It becomes, you know, a monitoring drone following you up and down, filming your location and beaming it back to heaven. That's the meaning of the word is alive. Very important. So the word of God is not just information. Is alive. It's God's injection system. It's the way by which he injects himself, his power, his glory, his blessing into us. And we focus on it. Let's read chapter 53. Give the man the mic on your left. Yes. And you rise to your feet. And I, would, I think for those of us who can, let's rise to our feet in reverence to that reading. Let's bow our heads to hear it. Focus on it. You are reading from verse 4. Talking about the Lord Jesus till you get to verse, to the end of that chapter, Isaiah chapter 53. Isaiah chapter 53, from verse 4. Now start reading. From verse 4. Which version are you using again? You don't know your version, you are checking. King James. King James? Yeah. (laughs) Do you have the new one? I was lending the new King James. Which one do you have there? Which one, which one is that? The read the New American Standard
2: one. That one is good. Surely our griefs he himself bore, and our sorrows he carried. Yet we ourselves esteem him stricken, smitten of God and afflicted. But he was pierced, true for our transgressions. He was crushed for our iniquities. The chastening for our well-being fell upon him, and by his scourging we are healed. All of us, like sheep, have gone astray. Please read that verse 5 again. Verse 5. But he was pierced through for our transgressions. Everybody say amen to that. Amen. He was crushed for our iniquities. Amen. The chastening of our well-being fell upon him. Amen. And by his scourging we are healed. If If you are healed, say amen.
0: Amen. If you are healed, say amen. Amen. From the top of your head to the soles of your feet, you are healed. In the name of Jesus Christ. I speak to those eyes, be healed in the name of Jesus. I speak to those those joints, be strong in the name of Jesus. Because of this word that we have read, we declare healing is our portion from the top of our head to the soles of our feet in the name of Jesus. Continue
2: reading verse 6. Verse 6. All of us like sheep have gone astray. Each of us has turned to his own way. But the Lord has caused the iniquity of us all to fall on him. He was oppressed and he was afflicted, yet he did not open his mouth like a lamb that is led to the slaughter and like a sheep that is silent before its shearers. So he did not open his mouth. By oppression and judgment, he was taken away. And as for his generation, who consider that he was cut off out of the land of the living for the transgression of my people, to whom the stroke was due. His grave was assigned with wicked men, Yet he was with a rich man in his debt, because he had done no violence, nor was there any deceit in his mouth. But the Lord was pleased to crush him, putting him to grief. If he would render himself as a guilty offering, he will see his offerings. He will prolong his days, and the good pleasure of the Lord will prosper in his hands. As a result of the anguish of his soul, he will see it and be satisfied. Disfied. By his knowledge, the righteous one, my servant, will justify the many. If he are justified, say amen. Amen. Go on, go on. As he will bear their iniquities. Your iniquities have been borne away. Amen.
0: Your sins have been forgiven. Amen. So I can't hold it anymore. Listen, everything he has been reading is to show you what, how sacrifices are made. Everything has been reading, he was oppressed, he was afflicted like a sheep, like a lamb that is led to the slaughter, like a sheep that is standing before the sharers. He did not open his mouth. He said the Lord was pleased to crush him. Why? He, w- he said because he was, he would render himself a, as a great offering. He said as a result of these things, the anguish of his soul, he will see it and be satisfied. That is what is he saying? The Lord Jesus will by everything he has done justify the many, for he will bear their iniquities. You don't offer another sacrifice for your sins to be forgiven. I've heard people say, give an offering for the sins of three generations. Jesus died for the sin of a thousand generations. Are you getting my point here? Everything has been paid. There is the devil has no reason to hold you bound. Every oppression has been liberated. God has paid the see, the Lord Jesus has paid the appropriate price for the release of every captive. That is a matter of fact. You are no longer a captive. Yeah. Listen, I feel like saying again. Stop using your money to put yourself in bondage. What do I mean? People are still giving offering to be released from, from poverty, from captivity. For he said, for the liberation of my family, Here is a seed. Naira. What kind of madness are we practicing? Don't you read this portion of the Bible? Your money is a way you exchange goodwill. Are you getting my point? Yeah. You Want to tell somebody, oh, it's your baby, I love you. You buy him a gift, you buy her a gift. You love your wife, you just want to show it again. You go and buy something and say, Baby, take that's what you use money for. They know they take her and buy deliverance. Though. okay, now they know they take her and buy deliverance. You don't use money to buy deliverance. Jesus has paid the payment for deliverance. Yes. If you have been delivered, just wave those two hands and just I give you a minute, just tell him thank you. Because he has delivered you. Just tell him thank you. Because he paid. Tell him thank you. Because you don't have to pay. Tell him thank you. Because he is the one that sets you free. Tell him thank you. For his kindness. Jesus, I thank you. For your kindness. You are the one that sets me free. Set my pa- family free. Set everything that concerns me free. Set my descendants free. Set us free. Lord, we thank you. I say thank you personally. I say thank you on behalf of my wife, my children, my co workers, my friends, my parents, because you delivered my whole household. I say thank you in the name of Jesus Christ. Please continue reading from verse 12. Let's quickly read the next, that's the last verse.
1: Verse
2: Verse 12, therefore I will allot him a portion with the great and he will divide the booty with the strong because he poured out himself to death and was numbered with the transgressors. Yet he himself bore the sins of many and interceded for their transgressions. Amen? amen? I said
0: amen. amen. I said amen. amen. Please, we'll close quickly in a minute because of the temperature situation here. Now, remember, there's what is called the spirit of faith. Everything that God has spoken, you have to join your own mouth and say the same thing. That's the thing. That's the spirit of faith. Because he has said, therefore, we boldly say, that's the spirit of faith. Like Paul wrote about in 2 Corinthians chapter 4. Having the same spirit of faith as him that said, I believe, therefore, I have spoken. You understand? We also believe, therefore, we speak. So let's begin to declare again. Say in the name of Jesus, name of Jesus I, am free. I am free. Yeah, Say it again. In the name of Jesus, by the power of his shed blood, I am free. I am free. My, family is free. My family is free. My descendants are free. Descendants say, are free. I, have I have been cut off from the sins of the ancestors. I have been joined to the blessing of Abraham. I because of, Christ Jesus. because of Christ Jesus, say I am, of the seed of I am of the seed of Abraham.
1: The
0: blessing was to Abraham and his seed.
2: The was to and his seed.
0: I'm, the one. I'm the favored one. People keep on telling that God said to Israel, "Who that bless you will bless you." Don't know Jesus. That's why he talked like that. He said the blessing was to whom? To Abraham and his seed. All those blessings were to Abraham and his seed. If Abraham is blessed, his descendants are blessed, it's not the the natural Israel that is blessed, it is the spiritual Israel. Because the blessing is to whom? Abraham and his seed. Not of many, but of one. And that seed is whom? Christ. If you are in Christ, say Amen. Amen. So if you are blessed, give me an Amen. Amen. Declare it again. Say, I am blessed blessed with the blessing of Abraham.
2: Abraham.
0: I am blessed with the blessing of Abraham. 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 Say, everything that is negative, that, that attached the natural ancestors, they've been wiped away. No matter what my grandfather was, I am not that today. I am only what Jesus is, because he paid because he paid to set me free and make me like him. Say I have been renewed in my spirit. I have been renewed. By the power of the blood of Jesus. Of blood of I, am Jesus. No I am no longer a sinner. I am, a I am indeed a believer. Say it, I am a believer. I, a believer. I, believe. I believe. I look at it. I look at that it. Jesus has paid for it. That Jesus has paid he paid for his for his has paid for my I for deliverance. My I, am no I am no longer bound. Jesus, Jesus has set me free. That is my focus. Now listen to this. I am not bound to sin. I am not bound to, to iniquity. Every addiction, every bondage is broken in the name of Jesus. Say it again. Every addiction is broken because I'm no longer a slave to sin. Say I'm a slave to righteousness. I'm a slave to holiness. I'm a slave to divine purpose. I'm a slave to the will of the
1: Father.
0: I'm a slave to the word of God. Said, I'm, I'm a slave to the word of God. Everything they have said concerning me is, said concerning is coming me. to pass in my life. Say, my life is an expression of the word of God. Say, Jesus died, Jesus died. He, was he was beaten, he was broken on the cross for, the the cross. for my healing. For my healing. Therefore, Therefore, I'm an expression of that healing, of healing. from the top of my head the of my to head. the soles of my feet. Healing is, my Healing is my portion. I feel like doing this again. Everybody, just speak to any area that is paining you in the body. Tell the patient, please, did you hear that? Say, I speak to you. The Spirit of Christ Jesus is working in me. It's giving life to my mortal body. Remind yourself, say, old age is not a disease. It's only allowed to make me wise. Say, old age is not a disease. It's only allowed to make me wise. Age is only allowed to make me wise. Therefore, I speak to my bones. Be strong. Therefore, I speak to my eyes. See clearly. I speak to my kidneys. Wake up. I curse diabetes. Be gone. High blood pressure. Calm down. In the name of Jesus. Because my life is an expression of what God has done in Christ Jesus. Say, my life is an expression of what God has done in Christ Jesus. Ah, because of, look, I need to also read this one, Psalm 23. Say, the Lord is my shepherd. Is my shepherd. I, shall I shall not want. Say, he makes all grace abound towards me. He makes
1: all grace abound towards
0: I have all sufficiency in all things. And I abound to every good work.
1: Every
0: Say, work. It, is it is the Lord my God. He is giving me the power. To create, to create wealth. Now that is the seed for deliverance. The seed is the word of God. Yes. Deliverance from poverty, that is the seed. I like to say this until everybody believes it. The money in your pocket is not the seed. Spending this is... You, you spend money according to your faith. For example, anybody who is not giving money for the propagation of, propagation of the gospel, either is totally broke or doesn't believe that is the answer. Your money talks. It is just a sign of your faith. But it's not the seed. The seed is what? The word of God. We just read three scriptures now. From Psalm 23. We read also from Second Corinthians chapter 8 and chapter 9. And then we read from Jeremiah chapter 8. He makes all grace abound. Okay, we didn't read the one from 8. The Second Corinthians chapter 8. Which he said, this is the grace of the Lord Jesus. He was rich. Yet for your sake and my sake he became poor. That we, through his poverty, might be made rich. If you believe that, say amen. Amen. That amen is the seed. That amen, you opened your mouth to say, that is the seed. Sow another seed. Amen. Amen. Thank you. (laughs) That is the seed. That is the seed. The seed is the word of God. Therefore, I declare, poverty is broken in your life in Jesus' name. Amen. Productivity has come into your life in the name of Jesus. Let me say it again. Poverty is broken in the name of Jesus. Productivity has come to you in the name of Jesus. Supernatural supplies have come to you in the name of Jesus. The Lord will make grace abound towards you. You will have all sufficiency in all things. And you are bound to every good work. In the name of Jesus Christ. You know my favorite scripture, and that's your portion today. Behold, I cause prosperity to flow towards you like a river, and the wealth of the nations like an overflowing stream, in the name of Jesus Christ. That is the seed. That is the seed. That is the seed. I said that is the seed. You have been set free. Hey, I want people to understand again. Jesus didn't call us to be struggling to be free. He came to announce. The Christianity is a gospel of news. That's why it's called what? Good news. It's a religion of news, I want you to say. It's news. Somebody is sick. You come and say, Ah, what are you doing here? I'm not feeling well. He said, Do you know you have been healed? He said, Is that so? Ah, give me my shirt, let's go. <laughs> he said, Before I was thinking I was supposed to be here. He said, No, no, no. Now you have been healed. Oh, give me my shirt. Let us go. Say, I don't have the strength. Well, I'm getting the shirt, strength will be coming to you. They say to the cities of Zion, behold your God. That's the job of a preacher. Announce that correct news. Don't come and tell people. Look at the testimony I heard on Sunday. (laughs) Very funny. Be careful of all all these people you see in town. Beware of the eyes of macho. Beware of these people. My brother, they like to put you in bondage so that they can be milking you at will. It's not a lie. This woman, you know that's our friend. No, her testimony. Somebody called her I said, "You need to see. We need to see the prophetess." When the prophetess said, hey, "I had the vision that you are about to crawl from cross from one room to another. One person stood there was blocking the way. Is there a black woman in your house in Africa? How can there not be a black woman
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: in Africa?" I like, Is there a yellow woman in your house? I was say, Okay, that's a good question. I cannot be a black woman in Ben state. <laughs> Jesus is Lord. <laughs> hey, God, In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. We need to do of the cross. So, what is evil of? Can you believe that? He said, Okay, take me to all your properties so I can anoint them. I could see the plot. The woman told her, I said, I don't hear. I did come. You not know, I I don't hear what. Hey. I was like, I don't hear they come. My property come. Your property <laughs> Only. <laughs>
1: they
0: are out there to make merchandise of your soul. That's what they are out there to do. And if you give yourself to them, now you know. I have, I, me, I have told you the truth. Like Paul would say, I am innocent of the blood of every man. I have declared the whole counsel of God as much as I know it. I'm a preacher. Me too, I like offering. Apostle, what is sweeter to a preacher than an offering? <laughs> Let me tell you why offerings are sweet. It's not just, sometimes you don't even need the money. Yeah, You just feel important. You know what I'm trying to say? If somebody give you an offering. Ah! So this person, somebody actually has been listening to me. Ah, praise God, Lord. Now I know I'm called. <laughs> you, no, I'm, you can dash the money out after. But at least you say yes. Yet, I tell you what I say, because I know it to be the truth. I know it to be the truth. If you're a giver, give me an amen.
2: amen.
0: A giver is a free person. Person is free. Your future has been secured by the power of the blood of Jesus. Amen. Your future is secure in Jesus' name. Amen. Prosperity for your descendants in the name of Jesus. Amen. Let me say it again. There's prosperity for your descendants in the name of Jesus. Amen. Listen, you don't need to run anywhere. Someone say, Let me go have my children abroad. Believe me. Go to Parkland. That child will still become a president. Are you getting my point? Yes, sir. Go to any hospital in Enugu, Abakliki, Oka, Makodi, you know, Onesha. Born the Peking. Pray over the Peking. Let the Peking be born properly by the prayer of, you know, by the walking of the Spirit of God. He or she will still become what the person is supposed to be. And guess what? People from all over the world will walk for them. I hope you're getting my point. Let's give a lot of thanks. Let's go home. Just say, Lord, thank you for the freedom I have in Christ Jesus. Say, Lord, thank you for the freedom that I have in Christ Jesus. Say, Lord, thank you for the freedom that I have in Christ Jesus. Thank you. Say, I have faith in that word. I believe. I believe, I believe, I believe, I believe, I believe, I believe, say I believe, Lord, I believe, say Lord, I believe, our father will give you thanks for today, in Jesus name we have prayed, can we just share the grace in fellowship, because of the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. Surely we have passed out of death, and we have passed into life. We have passed out of darkness, into the light of Christ. We have passed out from under the curse, into the blessing. All things have passed away in our lives. We are now filled with the Spirit of Christ. We live above sin and walk above the devil, because we are seated high above with Christ. This is our season of multiplication and dominion, in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Now bless somebody beside you, please. One person. Bless another person. One more person, please. Oh, I want for yourself. This, this is my signal of, of multiplication and dominion. And dominion in the name of Jesus. All right, of brethren.